1: That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Tell me you're in a cult while telling me you're in a cult. We're going to take on the Trump cult today. And the folks who say, oh, no, no, I'm not into cult and, and all that wonderful goodness. Also, some polling out of Iowa suggests a certain somebody could have some trouble or could be running away with it will explain and speaking of running away um I, I can't think of a group that is doing the scene from monty python and the holy grail any better than the authorities in maui uh, just wow on that note i'm andrew coppins he's padoni and of course this is critical thinking <laughs> Good critical thinking Monday to everybody out there. Do not forget you are tuned in or watching the number one critical thinking show in the entire world. And that's not just us labeling ourselves that. That is a second year in a row. We're hoping for year number three independently verified as the number one critical thinking podcast in the entire world. So whether you're tuning in on the Rumble channel, Rumble.com backslash critical thinking or you're subscribed via any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Do not forget to download, rate, review, subscribe, all of that goodness to the podcast, to the Rumble channel. And uh, we have a lot going on this week. Um, we're going to try something a little different on Wednesday. Uh, we're still going to do some WTF, but we're also going to do something that I'm kind of toying around with called World View Wednesday in which I think it's important for us to recognize that we all have a worldview. There is nobody who gets in front of these types types of things, these things called microphones, right, and doesn't have a worldview. That's just not. Somebody says, well, I'm calling the balls and strikes. No, you're not. You are not calling the balls and strikes. You are just calling it based off of your worldview. The point of critical thinking is a recognition that you have a worldview And that you're willing to think through your worldview. Is my worldview clouding my judgment? It's ironic that we're going to do that on Wednesday because there's a whole host of people, whether that's the far left sycophants of Bernie Sanders or the maga, maga, maga crowd that need a dose of critical thinking instead of cult. And that's where we're going to start today. Um, because Pat over the weekend, we got a poll from CBS news and this was a poll that, uh, we kind of had a little back and forth on Twitter about, or on X about, um, yesterday we posted back and forth to each other on this, but, uh, CBS ran a poll of among Trump voters. So this would have been margin of error of plus or minus seven points. Okay. But that's plus or minus seven points on every one of these. So, Are they within the margin? Meh. But this was the top answer to feel what they tell you is true. 71% of Trump voters in this poll, this was a CBS News, YouGov poll. So YouGov running the polling for CBS News. 71% believe Trump is telling you the truth. 63% friends and family 56% conservative media figures and 42% religious leaders. Now I brought up recognition of a worldview because Pat, we hold a worldview and that worldview, whether we believe in the same style of worship or type of worship. Um, generally speaking, we believe that, uh, You shall love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit,
0: right? Uh, That is like the number one commandment, by the way, but yeah. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh,
2: yeah. -hmm. We have a worldview that is based off of that. In what world does that worldview square with Donald Trump is the person that you trust to tell you the truth the most? Well, it wouldn't. But, but 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 Pat, I'm 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 told consistently from either friends or family or acquaintances that have been rock solid Donald Trump supporters that they're not in a cult and they would totally totes totes my goats vote for some. Oh wait, I've never heard them say that.
0: Yeah, not once. Not um, once.
2: Folks, has the church eroded its believability in terms of the people standing behind uh, the pulpit, standing at the pulpit, uh, speaking in front of the congregation every Sunday or Saturday or, or whatever have you? I would suggest some of the actions of the Catholic Church have certainly eroded trust. I would suggest that mega churches have eroded a lot of their trust. Um, when you take a look at what was going down with the whole Justin Bieber, um, what uh, what the hell is the name of that church? Literally, what the hell? Um, uh,
0: yeah, I I don't know.
2: You you know what I'm talking about, right? I know which like, one you're
0: talking about, but I don't. Uh, I I can't remember the name for the life of the me. Or the
2: Duggars, right? And their stories, and yeah. and you know, there are people who don't trust the Mormon Church. There are people who don't trust the Catholic Church. The, I understand that, but what what is underpinning that is I would be curious as to how they asked the question. that That would be the thing that I would like to know is what was the methodology? What was the question as, as how they gave that as the top answer? Because my question would have been this to the religious aspect of it. It would have been, do you trust in God? Not in your religious leader. Do you trust in God? God, Trump, um, family, friends, government. Those might have been my five options. Pick your top, right? Rank them one to five. I will bet you dollars to donuts, Pat, that three quarters of the people who represented themselves as Trump voters here would still pick Donald Trump over God. That's my point. Is that put aside all of the things that you distrust about you know pedophilia in the church and and um, you know personal enrichment and and all the things that have all the sinning that has gone on you know behind the pulpit and and all that sort of stuff. Put all of that aside. Do you or do not trust? that God has an answer for you. And I bet you dollars to donuts, the vast majority of the Trump supporter out there, I am not talking about the, I held my nose and voted for him last time. I'm talking about the, I will never look any any other direction other than Donald Trump voter. will answer that the same way as that poll answered it. what the hell my first guttural reaction to this pat was what tell me you're in a cult because that is exactly the behavior of a cult they would trust the word of david koresh over the word of god himself they would trust the word of jim jones right over god himself When confronted with Trump's own statements on a myriad of topics, they say, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, he didn't really say that. A great example of this is read the comments of the uh, section from Justin Hart earlier today where he simply put together, I think it was Ian Miles Chong that put together the the montage of all the things that Donald Trump said. Remember, one of the biggest things that the Trump supporting crowd, the, the MAGA Forever crowd, Okay. I want to separate the two because there are people who support Donald Trump who don't believe in MAGA Forever. But the for the MAGA Forever call I mean crowd. <laughs> they um when you are confronting them with the uh the moments in which Donald Trump decided to use the bully pulpit to tell everybody to lock down, to suppress rights, to do all the things that happened during COVID. The number one answer is, well, he doesn't have that power. And you're correct in the term, in the sense of lawmaking power. He has none because the executive branch has no lawmaking power, period, point blank. He can issue executive orders in which it clarifies law or tries to nullify law or whatever, but They have no right to make law. So you are correct from that perspective. However, when confronted with this reality, Pat, this reality that Donald Trump said to the American people, not once, not twice, not three times, but well over two dozen times over the course of the first year of COVID, that he had the power that the president is telling states and directing states. A great example of this is also what we've talked about all the time with why the hell is the speed limit the speed limit the way that it is on interstate highways? It used to be 55, then it was 65, now it's 70 in most spots, right? Why? How did that happen? It happened because of one thing and one thing only. The federal highway money. The federal government dangled money. And what did Donald Trump do? The federal government dangled money to the states and said either abide by this or else. And if you want to go beyond, but more importantly, Donald Trump gave them the entire apparatus to do what? He literally gave them the entire apparatus to, to do what they did. He said, here's the blueprint, Illinois, New York, California, and run with it. He gave them the cover. They don't even want to admit he said the words. Whether it was actually true or not in reality, doesn't matter. He said those words. You can confront them to their face, and they will deny, deny, deny. So what, what, what say you about... I can't wrap my brain. I physically cannot wrap my brain around how somebody believes that Donald Trump is telling them the truth.
0: So, I—I <clears throat> I mean, part of me had the initial reaction that you did, like, like you look at that, you take it at face value. It's like, holy crap, you know, like, like this is a cult, like this is cult-like behavior. This is this is really really bad stuff. And I, and here's the thing. I agree with the premise that the Moggle Forever crowd is a cult. I, I 120% agree with that premise. And if I were to take this at face value, I also would 120% agree with that premise too. However, as I critically thought through this poll, okay, I started having some questions. How many Trump supporters took this poll, first of all? Um, do we know that all the supposed people who participated in this poll were real people or even real Trump supporters. Um, and, and I just, I, that, that's kind of where I was going with this is like, 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 do we know where, yes, we know these are Trump supporters, but do we know how much data they actually collected over the, I think it was August 16th through the 18th? I, the screenshot that we have shown doesn't really, Give us that information. I'm sure that information is available somewhere. Um, But I, you know, my, my other question is too, is how many Trump supporters actually would participate in a CBS poll and be honest about it? So like, like you've got, I have questions. One, did they tell the truth when they took the poll? Two, are they all real people? Are they all real Trump supporters? How many, how many actual people took the poll?
2: because and, i could and, see and so i generally speaking i understand where you're coming from here yeah. but it doesn't matter and here's why it doesn't matter it does none of the questions that you have asked matter to to this point it doesn't matter how many trump supporters answered the poll they're only interested in getting responses from trump supporters So whether that's a hundred Trump supporters, and that's why you take a look at the margin of error. Okay. So they're saying the margin of error is plus seven and a half plus or minus. Mm -hmm. Take a look at this. Okay. So for instance, Republican debate, Trump's opponents should focus more on 91% say making the case for themselves and 9% make the case up against Trump. And this is likely GOP primary voters from the 16th through the 18th. And it's a plus five, seven, right? So I I just look. I understand where you're going with it, mm-hmm. but these people are. If you know anything about how polls are made up, you can make them say a lot of things. But at right. the end of the day, nobody is making a Trump supporter fill that out. They volunteered that information. Okay, this is not like they went and found 900 people and made 900 people say I'm a Trump supporter. No, they didn't. So I understand, I really do understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the sample size because the margin of error. Okay, so again, the margin of error, 71 to 63. So that's 7%. Okay, so let's say all 7% backwards. So you're saying that Trump and friends and family are equal as to who's telling you the truth? What? Okay, so religious leaders are at forty two percent. Let's say it's seven percent better than that. That's only forty nine percent.
0: But I guess I guess I have another question there too, because I think you could take a religious leader and, and interpret that in a lot of different ways. It's not necessarily someone that's behind the pulpit. So I, I guess I guess that that that's another question there too. Because so, I think I think what you said in the beginning is actually. Uh, Kind of apropos, like I, I think I would have replaced religious leaders with God,
2: not. Yeah, I would have, but yeah. this isn't how this was put together. This is how sure, I would. I, I,
0: I, I, I hear you on that one. So, mm-hmm.
2: so I would. Uh, that's what I would do. But you want to know what this was? It was conducted nationally with a rel- uh, representative sample of over two thousand U.S. adult residents, including five hundred and thirty-eight likely Republican primary voters. The sample weighted according to gender, age, race, and education based on the U.S. Census American Community Survey, as well as past vote. The margin of error is plus three points for the sample overall and plus 5.7 percent. So they were actually 5 percent more overrepresentative on the Republican mm-hmm. side in this sampling on the poll. And then what you notice is they started to break it out within the poll. So of the 538, what we don't know because we ha- I'm not going that deep into the uh, statistical analysis, of the 538, let's say three-quarters are likely Trump voters because, okay, that's a very large sample size nationally. That's a good sample size to be able to get an understanding. You're, you're talking about of of the group that you were able to sample, here's the other side, here's the the micro uh, part of that group. And and my point is this, Pat, none of, none of the skepticism that we normally have towards polls matters when that polling is only directed in one direction. It's not like they were asking for likely GOP primary voters in that question. All they did was sample Trump voters. So you would have had to identify it as somebody who would be or is supporting Donald Trump. That's all you had to do. To, to get asked that question. And if you've ever participated in, whether that's a phone poll, an online poll, or or whatever, you know that you're going to see these types of questions on, asked multiple ways. Oh, yeah. and, gonna, yeah, and, sure. and why do they do that? To see if there's a repetitiveness to your answer or if you are trying to give an answer that the poller might steer you in the direction of.
0: Well, it also verifies data.
2: All right. That's the point of verification right. of the data is to ask the question two different ways or three different ways. And if you right. come up with the same answer, then you've got a a, sti- a statistically significant answer. If you got the same question asked three different ways and you got three different answers, then it's null and void and you throw it out of the, the analysis. But the the point that I'm making overall is this is a voluntary poll. These were voluntary answers. Nobody held a gun to their head and said, you better say Donald Trump. Nobody did that. Quite literally. Your your choices were Trump, God, basically, right? Religious leaders, um, family and friends, and what was the other one?
0: Conservative media.
2: And conservative media. I would put conservative media at the very uh, second to the bottom. I would actually put Donald Trump at the very bottom. Oh, yeah. Because the body of evidence suggests that Donald Trump has not been telling you the truth for a very long time. That includes saying that Mexico is going to pay for the wall. It, it, you know All of the things that we can go back and back and back on, uh, we don't need to. But So my point with this is, this is the evidence, this is all the evidence that you need. If you believe that that's the right answer, you need to look yourself in the mirror and, and ask yourself some deep questions as to whether you are in a cult or not. And, and I'm about to show it some more here, Pat. But you, I was you have say, some final may, thoughts? May, here?
0: I, may I throw an anecdote in as well? Yeah, 100%. Um, one of the reasons why we also know that, uh, you know, the MAGA Forever types are in a cult. Gavin Newsom um, yesterday, at least it broke yesterday, um, said that Donald Trump should not be eligible for future presidential elections and has asked the California State Assembly to pass a bill that will remove Trump's name from any future ballots. Now, I get it. Everyone's thinking well, it's California, of course, California's going to do something like that given the state that they are. While I understand that, you don't think other states aren't going to follow this? You don't think other key states that Trump needs to win so, are going to follow this? So
2: I am not I'm, not I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you on this, but what I am going to say to you what I will caution people on is what you have to understand is that there's no legal ground for that right now. There is no, no. the no. because in order for this to be true, legally speaking, right. What it we know be- is that he actually has to be convicted. Correct. So it's a moot point until, until we watch the California courts preemptively go down this road, Right that's what right. that that's what you have to understand is this is what time it is they're they're going to challenge federal law. what they're going to do is say no no no, he has violated some weird California code or whatever and therefore we have the right because what elections are not federal
0: right and, for as and
2: much it, as people want to believe that they're run by the states. the states have every power to themselves to run elections how they see fit as long as they are not violating certain rights
0: federally. But if you don't think that they're not going after the jugular, not necessarily just in California, but in other key states as well, in terms of getting him off the ballot, especially if he is convicted, and then really the jugular is getting a conviction. And let's so also be clear on this. The
2: yeah, and let's also be clear yeah. on this. This has everything to do with Gavin Newsom setting himself up to run. Oh, That's
0: sure. the reality sure. of this. Because I 100% agree with there, that too.
2: As we watched over this weekend with uh, Rep uh, Rep. James Comer of the House Oversight Committee, uh, basically lay out the case that they are they need just a couple more bank records and they've got the the pocket aces versus seven deuce off suit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in which they've already tied $20 million into um, the Biden crime family. What they don't know is, the the missing piece of the puzzle allegedly according to the comers is how was that money moved about after it got into the first account that's what's really missing in this in this thing they know that you know hunter biden is cc'd on emails in which uh, robert l peters aka uh, joseph Marionette biden um was talking to parisma what how why i thought you had a a you know a
1: stone wall between
2: all of this is to say that to the trump cultists out there you might think you know what time it is you have i've heard every cockamamie bullshit conspiracy theory come out of that group like literally they believed in march of 2021 and then August of twenty twenty one. How many people believe that suddenly this big mound of evidence and they were gonna overthrow the ele- overturn the election and voila Trump is your new president? Did it, did any of that? You believe the Kraken when we told you. Show us the evidence. It's very simple. This is this would have been a case this would have been a case in which as a lawyer I would have tried this in the court of law and public opinion if I had it, right? And have it. They they've never had it, and they never will.
0: But 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 Andrew, we're just we're just one great meme away from exonerating Donald Trump. Bullshit.
2: <laughs> and we're, and we're just one great big cracking away from it too. <laughs> Nate, like I want to know, I want to know a serious thing from the Trump cult. I mean MAGA forever and and very fine people like that. Um, I I just want you to answer me this. Riddle me an answer. Name one time Donald Trump has won in a court of law about the 2020 election or anything since. The answer is he never has. He's over. That's winning to you? What have you won? What exactly have you won? that's who you you he's a winner i like winning who wants to tell them that they've lost and they've lost bigly and my point is this the legal side of things right hey yeah we know right pat we we know legally speaking california has got no leg to stand on to do this none it'll be immediately shot oh wait the law doesn't matter We're just seeing this. Is it, uh, was it Daniel vice? The, uh, the prosecutor in the, the Hunter Biden case who gave the sweetheart deal, right? Is it Daniel or Doug?
0: I don't remember his name either. Okay. Prosecutor. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Or wise or vice. I call it vice because I'm what part German. Okay. So anyway, how the hell did the man who was literally attempting to give him blanket immunity for Evs y'all become the special prosecutor in that case? How Mm -hmm. they're not playing legal games. They're playing political games with the legal system. Okay. So for one, for one thing that we can agree upon, if you can agree upon this, It doesn't matter what the law says. It matters what their political will will say. And in California, you damn well better believe that they will use every piece of shenaniganry that they can. That's the point. But we've got further evidence of this. Before we do that, though, and and before we further this evidence of the absolute cult that is MAGA Forever... I say if we play a little bit of the B or not the B. Mm. We
0: should? Yes, we should.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that would be great if I could actually get it to pull up. That would, that would be fantastic. Would you look at that?
0: First Alrighty,
2: technical support on this show. Right, right. Somebody should fire the producer. Oh, wait, that's me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway.
1: Alrighty,
0: today's headline. Hillary makes landfall destroying over 30,000 emails. <laughs> Hillary makes landfall destroying over 30,000 emails. Is this the bee or not the bee? Um, and while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's Monday. You need that morning Pick me up by going to CoffeeBrandCoffee.com. They've got all sorts of great different coffee flavors over there. Uh, I highly recommend uh, finding a flavor that you know you like and you know, finding a flavor that uh, you want to try Um, If I could recommend a flavor without having tasted one, I'd recommend the Blueberry Cobbler. Unfortunately, Andrew wouldn't necessarily recommend that one. He, however, would recommend the Bourbon and the Strawberries and Cream. Um, They also, if you're not a coffee drinker, they do have tea. They also have hot chocolate. Um, Fall is not that far away at this point. I don't know what you're talking
2: about this week. It's supposed to be 100 degrees here in Chicago. So fall my ass.
0: I mean, come on. College football is... Like this weekend oh, just under two weeks away. And well, fall is not far away it's from Week that. zero
2: this weekend.
0: Oh that's true. That's true.
2: You got Notre Dame playing overseas.
0: Yeah, but nobody I care about's playing, so unfortunately. But but,
2: but you're a leprechaun. Yeah. And and the the Irish, the fighting Irish, their their mascots a leprechaun.
0: Let's just move on. By going to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com, CRITICALTHINKING at checkout for the promo code, and get 5% off your purchase today. All righty, then. Hillary makes a landfall, destroying over 30,000 emails. Is this the B or not the be? Andrew Coppin's your answer.
2: So this is the Babylon B. I I saw this from Seth Dillon the other day on oh. uh, on X and oh lord almighty is that great i love the fact that there are so many memes the memes of um like the trajectory of hurricane hillary with just the face of hillary clinton going up the (laughs) california coast (laughs) oh so great i i I, you guys sometimes never disappoint me over there there are other times where i just shake my head but most of the time bravo speaking of which can we just have you seen the trump history uh the Trump the history AI. handle. Hmm?
0: Is that where they put like will put him in different like history pictures using AI? Yes. Like key moments in history. Yes.
2: So this weekend uh was so great. Just uncovered this rare photograph of the entire Wu Tang clan, and it's a picture of Donald Trump with the members of Wu Tang clan back in nineteen ninety five. Oh, I still think my favorite one is the one where he's teaching Michael Jordan
0: basketball in 68. (laughs) Uh, Oh, jeez. You know, I made the joke to my wife over the weekend um, talking about Hurricane Hillary. I said, uh, do you think it originated from Epstein Island? And my wife does not like politics at all, but that one made her laugh.
2: Uh, That's one of the truest... Um, lines in the the rich men from uh, the rich men north of Richmond, by the way, would mm-hmm. be nice if uh, they if politicians would start caring about miners and not just the ones on islands, <laughs> right. <sighs> right? so with all that being said, I, I know that this one is the Babylon B. We'll deposit a hundred dollars into the central bank digital currency account courtesy of the federal government, that that we can't access because, well, ESG scores to be too low.
0: Yeah, so it's basically $100 lost.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With that being said, uh, Pat, I, I told you I had some, some more evidence of the cultish behavior. And this one was actually a point made by Jesse Kelly on Twitter, well, X, this past week. And he posted this. I'm preemptively sad for some of the people on the right who don't quite realize how sad and shocking 2024 is going to be for them. They seem so innocent and naive, like a child walking up to a lion in the wild so he can pet him. You might be saying, well, what the hell does this have to do with cult with cult like behavior? Right. Mm -hmm. What he is saying is that there are so many people blinded by, well, Donald Trump will fix this and Donald Trump will overcome and we shall overcome. No. Because just when you think you've cleared hurdles one, two, three, and four named the four indictments, right? Mm-hmm. They it's throw the uh huh, mm-hmm. or or they stack more. Oh, it's a hundred and ten meter hurdles, not the hundred meter hurdles. Oops. And then and then oh no, we're doing the four hundred now. Uh, wait, there's gonna be a hurdle every, how many meters? Ten. Instead of every, what, 20 meters? What the hell? I, I hope people understand what's going on. And what's the answer? I, I don't know if you don't understand. The answer is to not vote Donald Trump into office. Because what happens if you do vote him into office and he, and he is done? or we nominate him on the GOP side of things, right? The GOP nominates him and they convict him on a federal offense. What's the we've talked about this forever. What the hell's the game plan? Because there on is- the other side the game plan is get Donald Trump. Okay? And mm-hmm. the game and and your answer can't be defend Donald Trump forever, but watch this. This is a response that I saw the very first response I saw to that post on X from Jesse Kelly. And it was from Jonathan, a decent FIJC. Anyway, some of us are going broke to fight for election integrity, for the exoneration of President Trump, and to get meaningful information to the investigative and law enforcement bodies who need it. We know exactly what time it is, and many of us have put our careers on hold. It may prove futile, but I'll be damned if I'm going to just sit back and have my fate dictated to me
0: by the worst people on earth. That's not a plan. That's a losing strategy.
2: Uh, As much as I appreciate the effort here, right? Mm -hmm. If it was about election integrity, great, but it's not. Let's replace Donald Trump with Ron DeSantis or... Um, Mitt Romney okay would you mm-hmm. be doing the same thing
0: probably not No. It, furthermore I mean this is supposed to be an investigation right meaning that they're supposed to be gathering evidence to be able to prove this definitively but how much evidence have they been able to gather over the last three years that have definitively proven anything and that would actually hold up in court
2: well I mean we were told that today was supposed to be the day right in which we were going to get Donald Trump to tell us.
0: It's another kraken that, that they were supposed to release that never got released.
2: And we both agree that he finally is listening to legal advice to shut the hell up on this. Publicly, which is what he should have done in the first place. Right, and mm-hmm. let them take care of it in a legal sense. If they have the information, it here's the deal. If they've got all of this, right, mm-hmm. all of this exonerating information, even, even with the decks stacked against them, Chances are that is their, their best chance at exoneration. It ain't about you in the court of public opinion. And for all your sleuthing and all of the the misinterpretations of the Constitution and this and that and everything in between, they're playing a different game than you are. I, I you don't get it. You, you have, it may prove futile. It is futile. Because you are attempting to play a game in which you believe in the social compact of America. Right? You believe that there's a process in which this information needs to uh, be gathered, put in front of the right authorities, and it will be taken care of. What you are not understanding is that the authorities are not playing by your social compact. Therefore, they don't care about your process. If they did, January 6th, uh, grandmas wouldn't be in jail for five years. Rotting in the hopes that uh, maybe they'll get out in time to die. What part of the world in which we have all been living in over the last three years suggests that your government cares about process, that your government cares about rights, reason, the social compact that is supposed to be the Constitution. They don't. So you can gather it all and give it to the proper authorities all you want. You know where it's going? That recycle bin that's right next to their Mm. top drawer. Mm Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what time it is. You
0: don't. Why are you wasting your time? Imagine getting behind someone else at this point, putting all that time, energy, and effort that they claim to be spending on all of this behind a Ron DeSantis or even another candidate for that matter. Like like I'm not I'm not saying it has to be Ron DeSantis, but imagine putting it behind another candidate at this point. What what would happen? Hmm. And
2: furthermore, let me ask you this question. Does Donald Trump your, know your name, Jonathan? Or any of the other people who allegedly have put their entire lives on hold, their careers on hold, and this, that, and the other thing, to exonerate the president of the United States of America? He doesn't because he can't. He doesn't know it because he won't. He doesn't give a shit about you. And, and I try hard on this show but this, this is the, the one thing that boggle, just boggles my mind. How anybody, I, you know, I, and I say this all the time to people who uh, deal with addicts in their families and have all of these things going on. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is let them fail. Sometimes you can try and try. Sometimes the only thing that you need to do is when they finally have hit that rock bottom and they have gotten the point of finally needing that final help, you give them that hand up. But you have to let them fail. But As hard as it is, you've got to let them learn their own lesson. And these people are going to learn a really harsh lesson. That's the point that Jesse Kelly made, and this guy just proved it. Well, we're going to exonerate. How? What authority have you given your your stack of information to that has done a damn thing? Muskegon, Michigan. I think that's about it.
0: But Andrew, they're they're, they're just a meme and cracking away from blowing this thing wide open.
2: Now they'll also tell us that you know new polling su- suggests that Donald Trump at at forty two percent in the state of Iowa. And a 20% lead or whatever it is, running the hell away with the state of Iowa, right? Uh-huh. It's also August 21st, year of our Lord, 2023,
0: right? And the debate's in two days. Wait, what? The first debate's in two days in, in, in Milwaukee.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, and Donald the, Trump's not going to be there. He's going to be speaking to Tucker Carlson, which... Good for you. Oh, great.
0: Yeah. Um, um, but the, the first election doesn't happen until January. Mm, mm, mm.
2: Also, um, I'm going to pull the poll up here because uh, there's some stuff that you need to know about the poll itself. Turns out that uh, pollster J. Ann Selzer says the race could be closer than it may first seem because 63% say that they support Trump as their first or second choice in the caucuses or are actively considering him. That is on par with the 61% who say the same thing for DeSantis. So in reality, you're right, that he might have a two-to-one lead on, right now, the first choice, right? Mm -hmm. Question for you, Pat. Have you ever... Have you ever participated in some sort of a
0: caucus? Ever? Yes, that's what we do here in Utah. Or at least partially what we do here in Utah.
2: Okay. Can can you give me a quick rundown of how this caucus process works?
0: Well, um, you uh, vote as a group, okay, and you vote for a. A candidate, right? Mm -hmm, And you mm kind of give your first, second, however many choices that you give, okay? And then they count those votes. And whoever gets the most first choice votes wins, but you also have to win by, I believe, a certain percentage.
2: You are correct. So, So, how this really goes down in the state of Iowa is a little bit different because it's in person, right? And I don't know if this goes down this way in Utah, but. So what ends up happening is let's say you're at your community center in rural Iowa, right? Right. And let's say Donald Trump has twenty five percent of the vote, right? Mm-hmm. And but you have to get to a majority, I believe is how it works, like a precinct majority. Yes. Um, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But mm-hmm. what if twenty two percent are Ron DeSantis supporters?
0: Right. That's not enough to give Donald Trump the the win. Correct, correct, exactly. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. in that scenario, what plays itself out?
0: Uh, then there's a revote, I believe, between just the two candidates.
2: Ah, see, this is this is where it's different. So, in the state of Iowa,
0: I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in the
2: state of Iowa, here's how it happens. So, in mm-hmm. the state of Iowa, in between the votes, you're right. There's there's a second vote that happens, maybe even a third or a fourth or whatever. But what ends up happening is the Trump supporters are in one area, the DeSantis supporters are in another, and they attempt to convince enough people to come to their side to to get the victory, right? Mm -hmm. So it's literally you're sitting in a room together having
0: to hash it out. Right. It it works. That's how it pretty much works here in Utah too. So
2: in the state of Iowa, knowing – so people poo-poo, oh, uh," first or second, right? So there's only a two – well, he's got a twenty-three percent lead. You don't know what a caucus is if you think that that matters. And, and it might, don't get me wrong. In the end, it might matter, right? Let's say that mm. that holds steady. Ron DeSantis is absolutely screwed in the state of Iowa if that happens. Because well, there's it, no there's no path to him winning if that happens.
0: But there's but, just so much that could happen between now and January, but, people.
2: But when you get into that caucus site and you start caucusing. And suddenly you realize, oh, wait, what we also know is that over 50 percent of the Trump voters or the people who have them as his have him as their first choice. Okay, over 50 percent of those people are persuadable to another candidate in Mm -hmm. Iowa. And in a caucus state, that number is the only number that matters. Mm -hmm. Why? Because. If you don't have a majority.
0: And it's not just a simple majority. It has to be by a certain percentage. And I don't know what that. I don't remember
2: how exactly it fills itself out. I've only, I only participated in one uh, caucus in my entire life, Mm -hmm. but the point of the matter is this. The point of the matter is that 50%. If you can rip 50% of that 50% off to the Ron DeSantis camp, in that caucus site,
0: who wins? Ron, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. Mm-hmm.
2: Not Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, it's not. And, just and a the simple same thing goes if you can go will.
2: do it the other way around. You're dead, you're dead yeah. heated, right? Well, guess what? Now what you have to do usually what ends up happening in the, by the way is you the top two candidates right everybody else becomes fair game and they got to go to one side or the other that's why knowing who first second and third choice would be for every voter in the state of Iowa matters it's the only right. thing that matters not which one is at 42% and which one is 20% up on the other doesn't matter because if all the rest of the candidates at the 4% the 3% all coalesced behind Ron DeSantis. Guess what? They make up all of the difference. And then what? You have no idea how this is going to shake out. None. We really don't. And the fact of the matter is this, Pat, when you get away from the social media websites, when you get away from conservative media and you have conversations in your community, whether that's the most conservative rural area of America or the liberal bastions of democratic socialism in Chicago, That ain't real life. People are not talking about the debate. People are not talking about... No. They're not. They're not making their minds up right now. None of them are. The only people who have their minds made up any way, shape, or form are whom? The cultists. Bingo. And that's not real life either. This has been my TED Talk. Thank you for attending on how to recognize whether you're in a political cult or not.
0: And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, the MAGA Forever crowd is just a meme and cracking away from blowing this thing wide open.
2: With that, folks, be safe, be kind, be smart. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. Also, if you're looking to actually help on Maui, Team Rubicon, Knights of Columbus, Look at charities that are actually doing the work on the ground, not the American Red Cross, not anybody else. hundred percent. Look to see where a hundred percent of your money will go towards actually feeding clothing, helping these people out. And as always, Matthew 547.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.